just kind of what's going on, uh, the types of things that I see, and try to bring my unique perspective. Um, also, it's a little bit of therapy. I mean, with everything that's going on with coronavirus, um, I would call it worldwide um, disruptions that I saw start all the way back. I believe it was sometime last year with the Chile situations, the disruptions that's been happening now worldwide um you have to wonder if some of these things are orchestrated right and you just think of the united states as a power structure um what did that actually mean for the world in 1776 because if you look before 1776 you want to talk about deep state control of the, of the planet. I mean, it was pretty much in the hands of a few countries. And they exhibited total control. And all they did was battle each other for that control. Right? Um, if, you look at, if you look at the, you know, they call it the French-Indian Wars here in the United States. Here, well, here in North America. It wasn't the United States yet. But, I mean, that was basically a part of a much larger battle between you know great britain and france i mean look at if you really think about it great britain controlled a tremendous amount of the planet at this time uh the disruption that happened because of the colonies here in north america uh basically charted their own path <coughs> now obviously there was other groups other secret societies that were involved. I mean, we know the Masons were involved, right? All of the founding, not all of them, but a big chunk of the founding fathers, you know, they, they were part of the Masons. Um, however, uh, there was people that were loyal to the crown and they were part of the same lodges. So there definitely was, has been, was a disagreement. And I think that document that people are trying to discredit today people that they show on the air discrediting it they're not the ones pulling the strings they're just you know people being used for a means to an end because really what's going on here is there are some very very powerful organizations very powerful people people that we don't hear talk you know in the media and they don't want the united states to exist in the form that it exists today because unfortunately for them, as long as those of us that support Constitution, because the Constitution gives everyone in this country a unique form of government, is it perfect? No. But we, were the only, we are the only ones in on the planet that have this form of government. 
and that makes us very unique. Uh, if you look at the other countries around the world that have parliamentary systems, they don't have the same level of freedoms as we do. And I think that is the part that I think is disturbing to people. And so as I reignite this podcast and I rebrand this podcast, instead of just talking about some of the stuff that I see in historical from a travel perspective, I think I'm going to try to bring people my unique perspective when it comes to history, anthropology, how it blends in with politics today, because the things of the past are impacting us today. There is things going on from a technological standpoint. There's some very important people that I've studied over the years that I don't think um, Americans or people around the world truly appreciate the amount of technology that we have harvested. And I'll have to get into the why I call it harvesting in a later podcast, but um, there's people with inside the United States military that they're, they've passed away now, but they wrote down some of their secrets. And those secrets are impacting the world today from a technological experience. We've, we've taken what they discovered in the 50s and, and before that, and we've built upon that, that research. And that research was distributed to many different uh, groups. And those groups have a lot of technological influence today. And uh, some of those original companies, they, maybe they don't even exist, but they, they sold that technology to other companies that do exist. And so everything is intertwined from politics to history to even ancient anthropology. Okay, I mean, things are not always what they see as they say you can't see the forest when you're looking through the trees. You have to look at, you have to kind of get a uh, skyscraper view of that forest. So that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to give people a skyscraper view. I'm just going to throw pieces that I know. And maybe those that, you know, that know me, they always wonder why I think the way I do. And this will be kind of my, my diary per se that I show people and I hopefully I can help people understand um, how I've navigated through my career, how I've navigated through my investments, how I make money off on the side. And with that being said, uh, of course, this podcast was never free. It's always, I host this Spirit Spreaker. I feel like they have a very good service. However, it's not free. I have to pay for the service. I pay for a lot of hosting fees for the website, and um, some of you probably don't know, but we now sell uh, food that's used for hiking, for, for traveling. You know, if you want to go remote and you want some high-quality freeze-dried food, we rep- we are a distributor for several brands. Uh, MRE Star, which is a military-grade MRE, military-ready meals or military-ready entree. We also sell uh, stuff for backpackers' pantry and Nomad Nutrition, for, which is they specialize in freeze-dried meals from a vegetarian standpoint. 
Um, even though I am not a vegetarian, I find their meals to be very good and unique, and it's a great combination. Sometimes you just want to have a nice small little pick you up, pick me up. Uh, they have some really unique flavors, Thai flavors and Indian flavors. So it's if you like flavor, uh, I think you should consider you know go to our website. The store's there. You can go there. If you want to order individual, the prices are pretty much listed. Uh, we'll update them from time to time, but um, you can order on the website or you can send us an email if you want to order a larger orders and I can give you better better pricing. Um, so uh, let's just kind of go back in time. I think the last time I talked here, I was talking about uh, the changes in some of the finance. Um, cryptocurrency was going a little more mainstream. I don't I would say in some ways it's become more mature than it is today, but in other ways it's because people get excited when there's a big bull run. Um, when the bull run goes away and now it's bear, a bear market, um, or somewhere in the middle maybe, at a little over $9,000 an ounce, I think Bitcoin is here to stay. Uh, it is it is traded on the futures, which makes it manipulable, which also means that I know people think that there's going to be a bull run, but I'm I'm not going to say that because if you look at what, you know, putting Bitcoin on the futures was a way of suppressing it, in my opinion. So they've suppressed the price of gold and silver and not Bitcoin, right? Uh, it could still go have a bull run. I mean, it's very possible. There is a limited supply. Um, they had another halving, so supply is dwindling even more. It probably will happen at some point. It will just bust out of the futures. Uh, there'll be people that lose, you know, lose on the shorts, and uh, the bulls will eventually win again. But I don't know when that's going to be. There's a lot of technology in this realm of uh, digital finance. I'd say the war on cash is getting stronger. Um, in the U.S., you now see a war on coins. Uh, stores don't seem to have change. They say it's a, if you're paying cash, it's exact change only. So what are they doing with these coins? I'm not sure. Are they stuck in stores and that's why? Or has the Federal Reserve been slowly collecting these coins and repurposing them into use for the you know, other parts of the government? I mean, I th- so there's a lot of things that's going on behind the scenes. Um, coronavirus. Uh, it was. I mean, it's a real virus. The virus itself is not fake. However, how governments around the world have chosen to deal with the virus has been to usurp a tremendous amount of power. So this power has been concentrated into the executive branches, pretty much in every single country in the world. Don't you find that a little interesting? That very few countries, very few chose to allow the virus to run its course in the general population, but then protect its elder generation, which was the most susceptible. Uh, I only know of one country that's done that. Um, Here in the U.S., uh, there's been some serious travesties. travesties. I mean, you've got um, government officials that appear to have deliberately sent infected patients into old folks' homes just to kill most of the people in the old folks' home. I mean, that's not an accident. 
if you send a contagious disease on an individual into an old folks home, you know exactly what's going to happen. So that, I mean, it's on purpose. Now you can question why the need for the conspiracy to do so, to boost the numbers, to, you know, I mean, there's people within my family that are very concerned. I mean, they feel like there's a concerted effort to kill them. You know, people in their 70s and 80s. Uh, I, I can't tell you if that's true. All I can tell you is there is evidence to suggest that government in more than one location in the United States did deliberately send infected people in the old folks home. So that's a fact. Now, their intentions, I don't know. I can only speculate. But everything is connected. Um, the stock market. Let's get into a little bit of stock market finance. Why do you think the stock market is going up? I'm, I mean, I made 42% so far this year. I've sold and I'm, I'm holding on to my earnings right now, waiting to get some stability because of all this talk of the coronavirus second wave. It's going to, you know, I think cause some unusual activity. But I'm put money into VIX futures, right? So uh, there's things that are going on. Everything's connected. Uh, the stock market is connected to what the Federal Reserve is doing, the ECB is doing overseas. There's a ton of money. I mean, I'm not, when I say ton, I mean trillions upon trillions of dollars. This, this, All this funny money is going to be distributed into who knows what. I mean, large, wealthy organizations made out. Let's be realistic. The average person with mom and pop business working a non-essential job, they have basically been forced into the poorhouse. So there's a lot less money for them, yet the amount of money going into extremely wealthy people's hands has been in the trillions of dollars. So it's only going to get worse. Um, but, you know, here in the United States, we have the unique opportunity in November to vote. And everybody gets focused on the presidential election. But that, that, that is actually not where the real power is. The real power is in your local government, your counties, your cities, your states. Those people impact your life a lot. Much more than the federal government. So... I don't care about the parties. I don't care if you want to vote for this party or that party. What I 